Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Podcast. Um, I think this is episode nine, which is really crazy to think that um, nine episodes have come out so far, and um, it's just been such a wild and exciting experience to have this platform here and this community around spirituality, and um, just thank you so much for allowing me to share my experience with you all. Um, I really, really appreciate you all, and thank you. Um, This episode, again, kind of came to me spontaneously. Um, I've been trying to think about an episode for the last couple of weeks, and I've had some ideas in mind, but it just, you know, putting all the pieces together hasn't really happened until like yesterday or this morning, really. Um, So I'm really looking forward to this episode, and I just feel like it's so relevant to what I'm experiencing currently in my own life, and hopefully it will resonate with some of you all, too. Um... So really, the overall concept I think that I want to talk about is freedom and what that really looks like to be free, Um, to be free as you, to be free as me, and what that really means. Um, I think it's important to talk about, you know, what it means to be um, versus what it means to do. Um, I think often in our culture, there's a lot of pressure to be constantly, you know, like, go, 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 and you can't sit still, you have to keep working harder, you have to keep reaching for things that are outside of the present moment, things that you have not yet attained in your life, whether that's in work, or um, in life, or um, just like personal goals. I mean, from a young age, we learn to set goals for ourselves, you know, like, what do you want to be when you're older? Um, What's something that you want in the future? It's always this attention is going away from the present moment, where we are now, what we have now, who we are now. And it's always focused on who do we want to be? What do we want to have? um, Where do we see ourselves going? And that's not to say that goals are bad. I think goals are really helpful. And especially when they're aligned, you know, from a heart centered space and not ego, um, you know, that's basically manifestation. You know, you're so aligned with your, your spirit, your heart that, you know, your future that you see for yourself, that potential, that purpose, you know, ultimately becomes you, um, which is really exciting. Um, but I think that the drawback of this culture that we have is we often see this in that we have to accomplish certain things to be considered successful or um, to be important or to be worthy um, of love or happiness. Um, You know, like we can't be happy until we have this one thing or we can't rest until we do all of these things. Um, I mean, talk about retirement, how... (laughs) You know, we save up for retirement to hopefully one day stop working and get that rest, get that break to travel, to do whatever we want. But honestly, that time is never guaranteed um, and it never has been. You know, that's kind of the game that we all play. Um, And, you know, if you were to like compare two different kinds of days as someone that is just resting all day versus someone that is working, you know, 10 hour day and then comes home to the family and cleans the house and cooks and whatever. 
the comparison is most people would think the second option is the more successful day. We consider success to be able to check things off the list, you know, the most things off the list. And that's considered more successful than someone who does maybe one thing or nothing for one day. Um, And I just think that's so interesting because, again, it seems to be so far removed sometimes of just being in the present moment of just being with yourself and allowing things to come to you rather than you having to go out and do everything and get everything for yourself. Um, And, you know, I was definitely, and I still, you know, play with this, but I was definitely in a state of doing for most of my life. Um, And when my dad passed away, that was almost something that really stopped me in my tracks and was kind of like, whoa, like time isn't guaranteed. Anything can happen. This just happened to me. Like, what am I doing? And my body, like going through the anxiety and the shaking and all of that, that literally like physically stopped me in my tracks. It was like a big, like, hello, like, you know, let's take a pause. Let's, you know, let's just stop and be, you know, for a second. And that was a big transformation in my life that really, really um, catalyzed my spiritual path or my spiritual journey that I have been awake to in this past year or so. Um, And I think, I don't know, I like, I'm still kind of figuring out, you know, what that means to really be. And, you know, does that mean, okay, like, I just get to sit on my couch and, you know, everything will come to me. And, I don't think that's quite it either. I think the state of being is being so present with yourself in each and every moment that you're in tune or you're aligned to listening to what your body is telling you or what your intuition is telling you. So, I mean, I think we have all hopefully had that experience of, you know, you've always wanted to do this, do something like you just have this deep urge inside of yourself. It's just something that you've always just felt is right for you. And the moment you do it, you finally do it. And it feels so good. It feels so right, you know, to just like be so aligned with yourself to listen and then to go through with it. It's those moments that I'm talking about. And so the state of being isn't, isn't necessarily not doing anything, but it's being, in this calm and open presence that you can act on those intuitive urges or um, what your body is asking from you to do. And then you go for it. You know, you don't have to plan or control or manage everything. It's just about following what the next right thing feels like for you. And that's different for everybody. Um, and so obviously this goes along with trust And, you know, being able to trust yourself um, and your body um, and, you know, this higher universe, this higher power around us that, you know, all is well and all is taken care of for you and everyone um, and everything serves a purpose in some capacity. Um, And for me, trusting myself is (laughs) is a big one because you know, as you all know, growing up in a household where um, codependency really was my dynamic in most of my relationships with family and even with friends and 
even in relationships that I've had, um, romantic relationships in some ways, um, codependency is like basically externalizing all your needs on other people or you are becoming somebody, you always are the person that you think other people need. Um, or you're holding yourself up to these expectations based on what other people need from you. So it's so far removed from who you actually are, like asking yourself, like, what do I want to do in this situation? What can I do for me in this situation? Is this somebody who I want to be? Is this something that I actually want to do? And it's stepping out of those expectations that everyone has put on you or even that you have put on yourself. Um, Because I think over time, as like these expectations and pressures from other people, you know, the longer that you're in that, you internalize that and you think, you know, now you have it um, going on for yourself. Like you're pushing yourself into those expectations. You don't need other people anymore to tell you because you've just internalized that and you've become those expectations or those needs, um, which isn't necessarily aligned with who you are or what you actually want or what actually feels right for you, your purpose. Um, and so I've experienced this a lot with, especially my body, um, you know, growing up and just being someone that was a bigger kid and heavier, um, I just learned real quick that I look different than other people and that I needed to change how I look to be accepted or I thought that I needed to change how I look to be loved. Um, I really felt that I kind of grew up in an environment where love was conditional So when you only are loved, when you look a certain way, when you do a certain thing, um, that's when I would feel loved. And so obviously everyone wants to be loved and, um, I was seeking this externally. So I, it was really easy for me to get wrapped up in expectations of, um, what people wanted from me or what I thought people wanted from me or, um, what they wanted me to look like. And so I really just shut off my relationship with myself and I didn't even know that like I could listen to my body or I didn't even know what that looked like. I didn't even know what that meant. You know, I was so in this mode of I have to look a certain way because right now doesn't seem to be what people need or expect from me. Um, And so I just had with food, I would just be eating and eating. And it was kind of a way of coping subconsciously. I don't think I was aware of it at the moment, but I didn't know how to listen to my body of when it said, you know, I'm full or I'm hungry or that is not what I want to be eating right now. Or this is what I want to be eating. I didn't have any awareness around that. And, um, that ultimately I think was a big factor in gaining so much weight and just fluctuating in weight a lot of the time. Um, and then, you know, like going off to college, it was finally like, Oh, I'm in charge of like what I'm eating and like what I'm doing every day. Like, wait, I have like autonomy. I have a choice. I have agency. And that was exciting because it was kind of my opportunity to define myself for me. Um, in the way that I wanted to. And it's just taking all these classes and writing all this music and really kind of just for the first time, like getting to know me, like discovering who that person was that had always been there, but I just was kind of asleep to or just ignored because I didn't feel safe or I just wasn't in the environment of feeling like I could be me 
or that I would be accepted for me or loved for me. Um, and this is something that I definitely still am, you know, working with and working through, um, with my body and related to food and to exercise. Um, you know, it can even be, um, not necessarily what other people need of you, but what I think I need, um, as a way of controlling. So again, this is not coming from a place of listening or trust. It's a managing, it's a controlling of like, oh, I think I'm going to need to eat this, or I think I'm going to need to do this much exercise in order to blah, 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 blah. And it just goes and goes and goes. And, um, instead of just being present in the moment, listening to my body in each moment and just trusting that my body will tell me when I'm hungry or when I need food or what I need to, how I need to move today, how I need to rest today. Um, and so recently, like just in a couple, the past couple of weeks, I've really noticed this come up and it's felt like a really big inner conflict. Like I was almost like against myself or that my body was against me because I've been just feeling really physically tired and exhausted and, you know, with my practices that I do each day, I just felt like I was kind of trapping myself within these expectations of I need to do certain things each day to be considered spiritual or to be considered a good person. Um, And I would get so hard on myself if I only do like a five minute meditation versus a 20 minute meditation or go on a shorter walk or, um, whatever it is, just, it was, I was constantly trying to like reach or attain this certain idea of perfectionism within spirituality or my own practices, these practices that I started intuitively to care for myself. And then here I was just tearing myself apart during some of them. And, you know, for the first time I was just feeling like, I don't actually like feel like walking today or I'm really tired and like, I haven't meditated and I just don't feel like meditating. But it was hard for me to let that go because I held myself up to these high expectations where even though I was so exhausted and tired, I would almost like force myself to do my meditation for that day or force myself to go on a walk that day. Um, and even though that is not what my body was telling me and it didn't feel good, it was like tearing myself down and not listening to myself and not trusting myself. And you know, like when your body is physically tired, you know, it's just like you have to listen to that. And, um, you know, I've been experiencing headaches and, you know, like pain in my neck and shoulders. And it's like almost these signs of your body is like communicating to you like, Hey, remember me? Like you need to like, can you listen to me? You know, I'm here to love you and to be with you, but you know, to listen, to be open and remember that I'm here and you can trust me and that, you know, it's important to listen to what your body needs. Um, and this is like literally just an understanding that came to me yesterday after talking to my therapist. But even today, I just like, after listening and being like, yeah, you're right. Like, why am I holding myself to these high expectations? Or like, why am I holding myself 
confined in this box of all these practices. You know, why am I changing myself or limiting myself to fit into this, you know, almost brand or image that I've made for myself around these practices? You know, if that's the case, I'm just going to change my brand, if you will, or my image or like my practices. You know, these are for me and the spiritual path is being me. It's not in the practices. It's not acting a certain way. It's not being a certain person. It's literally just being me. Um, and I think you can find connection to yourself, to your heart center itself, to your spirit, to the universe through everything that you do each and every day. You can find that connection to that stillness, that self during work, you know, during music, during walking, during biking with others, you know, it doesn't have to look a certain way. Like you know the way that is right for you and that's going to be different for everybody. And um I just felt like this was something that I really needed to do and to just set myself free from all the ties that I have made to expectations for myself. And my therapist was saying like, yeah, like just set yourself free from, you know, all those ties that you've made with other people that hold you to expectations and relationships that hold you to certain expectations. And I was thinking about that and I was like, like, I feel like I don't have relationships that necessarily hold me to expectations. It's more I project my own expectations of what I need to be on other people. So it became to me about more freeing myself from myself in some ways, if that makes sense, from the expectations that I set for myself and really understanding that I am loved and I am worthy of love no matter what I look like or no matter what I do or what weight I am or what size I am. And that was something I never felt before that I was worthy of or that I could trust that is true. Um, because I often, as I said earlier, felt like love was conditional and I had to look a certain way or be a certain person to be loved, to deserve love. And that's just not true. And I'm so grateful that I can realize that now. Um, but yeah, it's so I'm excited to, you know, start this kind of unraveling and this unfolding. And I'm just telling you, like, this morning after waking up and just having that discussion with my therapist yesterday and it just resonating so much and being like, yeah, I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to be free as me. I already feel <laughs> so much better. And you know what? Things go up and down and who knows how I'm going to feel tomorrow about it. But it just feels so right for me to remember that. And that's why I felt really compelled to share this with you all today. Hopefully that it can resonate with some of you. And, you know, I think with my practices, I've still been doing the meditation, the yoga, the walking every single day. And sometimes it like, it feels amazing. Like that is what I need to do. And other days it just feels like, oh, like I had to check that off the list. Like I haven't done it yet. I need to do it. And it kind of loses its magic, you know, like when I started the practices, I felt called to each and every one. And, in you know, after doing it or doing my meditation or doing my yoga or after it felt so right. It felt so good of like, yeah, that's what my body needed. I was aligned in my body and all of those practices served me for some 
purpose for some time. And I think now I'm transitioning to my spiritual path that's really connecting with my body for the first time. So those practices got me through some time and I've learned so much from all of them. And that's not to say that I would never do any of those things again. All those things are so important to me, but I'm moving kind of into this next chapter of, okay, it's time to have a practice with my body of listening to my body, of trusting my body, of loving my body and being with it and honoring it, um, and the ways that it's asking me to. And, um, I don't think each day as my therapist said is supposed to be the same. And with my practices, every day kind of looked very similar, like just very predictable. And it kind of became another way of just controlling and um, keeping tabs on what each day is going to be instead of just trusting and going into that unknown and allowing that change, that constant change to just happen every day and to just be in the flow of it. Um, And so I'm really excited to see how my practices will actually shift and, um, also just how each moment can be a spiritual experience and it doesn't have to be in a practice, you know, like even my podcast right now, like just let it be what it is. It doesn't have to be like a practice or this certain time or, um, the certain thing that I have to do all the time or a certain day. It just is what it is. And that's so special, you know, just letting it be what it is just like I want to allow myself to be who I am. Um, and so for me, I've been, you know, these words kind of came to me to be repeating to myself every day. And I just thought that I would share with you all because maybe it's something that maybe this resonates with you or maybe it doesn't, which is totally fine. Um, but these words have really, you know, I just repeat them to myself every day or write them down um, in my journal. And I thought I would share it with you all. So I say, I am free. I am free to be. I am free to be me. I am free. I am free to be. I am free to be me. And just really thinking about what those words mean to you. What does... I am mean to you? What does freedom mean to you? What does being mean to you? What does that feel like for you? And I think it's so important to remember that there's no wrong or right, or there's no judgment of you're not doing enough or you're not being enough. Because you are who you are and you are whole as you are. And that's all you have to do is just be you. You're perfect. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anyone because you already are who you are supposed to be. And you are a great, great and whole person as you are. And that's so spiritual. You know, the spiritual path is being you. Um, doesn't, it doesn't have to be someone that does yoga or meditation or, um, reads spiritual books or teaches. It is literally just being you. And I don't know, I, you know, when I encounter those people that are just full embodiments of themselves, you feel it, you know, you feel this 
this energy, this charisma, this attraction to these people, you know, and it's something that we, we really honor as a culture, even though we never talk about like individuality or being different or being your own, you know, we all try to conform to this one way of life or one way of success, but then the people that really are successful and that we look up to are really the people that have been true to themselves their whole life. (laughs) It's kind of ironic, but, um, I just think that's so important to remember that you know your path and you know who you are and it's really about stepping back into that state of being, that state of pause, that state of connection with self and listening and loving yourself and trusting that guidance, that wisdom that is already there and that is always there for you to listen to. And to live from. Wow. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I think this is a shorter episode, but that is totally okay. Going with the flow. Um, also for a possible update, um, I've been feeling really called to lead a meditation in some capacity for this year. Um, and I kind of came to the conclusion that it'd be a great idea to upload a meditation to this I am platform on Spotify so you all could listen to it and it's recorded um just a short meditation but I'm still trying to figure out some of the logistics for it but I'm really excited to share that with you all and kind of expand this platform into something different and just new and um, something that still feels very true to me um and hopefully will be great for you all to listen to if you choose to. Um, Okay, thank you all so much. Sending you out with so much light and love as always and talk to you all soon.